We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope that you are well today. It is awesome to be in your ears again. I hope you're enjoying your coffee. I know I am. I'm still on the black coffees, uh, not double black vodkas <laughs> as I did the other episode. Sorry if you're listening and you didn't hear my bleeper. I think it was like two episodes ago. Anyway, very funny. I had a giggle. Uh, anyway, today's topic is uh, word of mouth. Is it a marketing strategy? Well, yes, it is. And it's one that I think we definitely undervalue. And it's probably one that we don't really know how to do, right? How often do we actually sit down and go, how am I going to produce word of mouth? How am I going to get my current customers, my biggest advocates, my fans to be raving and to talk about me to everyone they know? Because they already know your next customer. Hmm interesting. So how do we get them talking? Now, every business is different. And I say this almost every episode because it is entirely the truth. There is no one size fits all when it comes to your marketing. So a word of mouth strategy that's going to work for one client is probably not going to work for another. But there are obviously things that we can do that are quite similar or that, you know, do, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Crossover. Uh, And those things are, you know, actually just asking for testimonials and case studies, that is a no-brainer. So that's going to obviously help get the message out about how a customer has felt about you. Now, another one that I used to use in corporate a lot was Member Get Member. I worked for a member-based organization and we would have Member Get Member Blitz campaigns where people would be encouraged to sign up a family member, a colleague. Uh, It was a small fund, so they actually weren't allowed to just sign up anyone in the public. But that was a really great way. And I know that Amex does that they've been hounding me recently do you know another business to join you'll get x amount of Qantas points so this is a really great way to get people talking um it worked for me i signed up from a friend from a member get member amex um so you know they got their 50k points i don't care i got a great deal too right so it's really important that there's something in it for both parties when you do do a member get member otherwise it can seem a little bit uh you know oh why are they getting all the joy so it could be a 250 dollar voucher to both people if someone signs up now it's really important in the terms and conditions that you actually do state that they have to be i know in the the fund that i worked for we had to state that people had to be a member for six months obviously, because you want the, the the cost of the member joining to outweigh the cost of the prize or the gift that you're going to give. Otherwise, it, you know, what's the point? You've actually not had return investment then. So it's really important to be really careful with your terms and conditions around these member get member campaigns. So that's a very, um, I guess, old school way of doing it. It does work. It's proven to work. Uh, it can seem a little bit icky for a lot of businesses. And that's why for some people, it's just not the right thing to do. Uh, but for others, I do highly recommend giving it a crack. Uh, there's no harm in trying. The worst, like, unless, of course, you think it's going to harm, harness, harm is the word I'm looking for, your brand. And in which case, obviously, we would never progress with a campaign like that. Uh, so what's a non-ich factor way of and a non-pushy like way of asking people to give a referral? Well, firstly, there's just ask. 
say, hey, you know, like I know that you love this program. Are there other people in your world that you think would, you know, get benefit from this? I don't want to be the world's best kept secret and I would love you to help me get the word out there. I think this program is really going to help people and I want to be a part of that change. That's a really non-icky and really genuine way to get the message out there, especially if you're a coach or kind of in that space, because I think it's really important that we honor the fact that what we have is of value. Uh, You know, a lot of people naturally, word of mouth for me uh, is actually word of mouth is my biggest source of income or source of new customers, which might shock you because I mean, I have this podcast and I'm I'm doing a lot on social media, but it still is my number one way. And that's because when someone refers you, there's, you're not just saying I'm good. It's other people saying she's good. And it's not, it's a really good way to kind of boost up your, your brand and your credibility without you actually having to do anything. So if you can get that conversation happening organically and naturally and in a way that you don't even have to promote, it is actually the best way to get new clients because they're going to come to you already warm because they've already got that connection between you and the person that's already worked with you. So it is actually sometimes just about asking the question. Or emailing your database. Hey, guys, I'm running a promotion for new customers that come to me, um, you know, and I wanted to offer your network this promotion first because I know that you loved working with me and I would love you to get my reputation out there, my name out there, my product out there, whatever it is, uh, and, you know, spread the word because I want to help as many people as possible. Boom. And look, you might not get huge bites from it, but if you do it a few times a year, there's absolutely no harm in suggesting to do it. And, you know, it is a really nice, clean way to ask for word of mouth or at the end of working with someone, you always just sort of ask it. It becomes second nature. Just be like, hey, do you know anyone else that would love to work with me? It's not an icky way to do it. It's not icky, especially if that person's had a good experience. If you know it's been a client that maybe, you know, you weren't quite the right fit and it's not going well, then obviously you would not ask that person. But for those people that are your raving fans, there's no reason they wouldn't want to refer someone or, and they probably do know someone that could absolutely love working with you. But as a minimum, always be asking for a testimonial or a case study from them. So I hope that has been helpful. You know where you can find me if you have any questions or anything that you want me to talk about on the pod. I would love to do that for you. Uh, Details in the show notes, as you know, reach out, love to hear from you. Have a great week. 